What's up, party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy, and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. Do you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to professional dancer, singer, and actor, Jonathan Bishop. Some of you all know him from the dance scene. Some of you all know him from the West End. He's recently left Hamilton. He was in it for two years. He's been in In the Heights. He gave us a bit of an insight to his journey of coming from Trinidad, Trinidad, to the UK and what that was like for him. And he just talks to us and tells us about his journey as a dancer. He's very talented. He's very wonderful. He also tells us about his new intensive that he started with Leah Hill called Industry Craft. Make sure you find them at Industry Craft on Instagram. So I hope you enjoy. Here is Jonathan Bishop. <laughs> Boom. And we're in, motherfucker. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting. It is exciting. So we were just having a brief catch up. Um, before we started for about 10 minutes so the audience haven't missed much but we were discussing how long we haven't seen each other for yep and we were talking about uh, when we first kind of started and how we were the babies yeah and now we're like well I'm old I'm almost 30 you're well I'm nearly the same I know and I was like how old are you like 26 and I was like shit like I don't know why in my head I've always got you as like a 17 year old you, yeah, I mean, I, you still look 17. Thank you. <laughs> you're I very welcome. <laughs> You'll appreciate that when you're fifth, 50 and look 30. Do you know what I mean? I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, it's bizarre how much time has flown. Mm-hmm. And thank you for letting me in your beautiful home. Yeah, sure. Congratulations to you. adulthood. I know. it's It's been cool. But um, yeah, I'm learning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. You're learning. Yes. So you've recently finished Hamilton. Yes. You did that for two years. Yeah. How was that? So it was amazing. Um, it's 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 I think one of the best experiences for me. But mm-hmm. it's also it's like one of those things where it's the workload is is so much, and you want to give the best all mm-hmm. the time. And so that l- that discipline was I think amazing to to learn and mm-hmm. seeing how everybody did like this thing eight times a week. Then you multiply that by two times, you know, so mm-hmm. 16 and then you're up to 32 performances just back to back. And it's just like, whoa. Um, but the cast were incredible. I was so inspired. I, I met some incredible masters um, along the way. And I, I still feel so inspired by them. And the show is just a, like a dream to do. I've heard yeah. so many good things about the show. Like mm-hmm. John Graham doesn't really like musical theater, and I think he saw he it three came. times. Yeah, he, he came. I actually, I think I may have gotten helped him get his yeah, tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he always used to be like, "You need to get free time. Message Jonathan, he'll help you." And I was like, "Bro, I've got no free time, but no. I want to." Yeah. But he he we raved about it, saying how great it was. Yeah. Um, what was it like having to give your all that many, like, ten times a week or eight times a week? Because I know you yeah. pretty well, and I know that you're not someone that's going to be a bit lackluster and go in and be like, I'm going to give 80% in this show. Mm-hmm. I know you're like 100% all the time, consistent. Yeah. How is that to do so many times a week? It's, um, it's, it's I'm not going to lie, it's sometimes it's quite hard. Um, mm-hmm. But it, because it's the type of work that you want to do be, mm-hmm. as a as a performance stuff, because the, the material is so great, and also the cast around you are it's I'm looking left and right and these are like elites you know some of the people that have been so seasoned in it uh it pushes you 
but it's it's really a matter of like I was going taking um I was having like a physio every two or two or three weeks I go by a guy mm-hmm. and he would like adjust my body and I would go there and he'd be like okay this is locked <laughs> or this is you know or can you like help my voice or so it was learning how to protect my voice mm-hmm. um I was sort of training my voice sort of every day before the show as well just to get through because I don't think people realize how much singing there is involved in the show as well uh-huh. and then you put that on with the dancing and you marry it and it just becomes this like it, it's it's a lot it's yeah. a lot so, so you ensemble right ensemble yeah and there was still a lot of singing oh yeah yeah and I was on the the tenor line so it was it was singing some of the high stuff which is which is amazing but yeah, but I loved it. It was an amazing discipline. I how would say. how do yeah. you um how did you stay disciplined? Like I feel like, especially with West End, it's so easy to be like finish the show. Like let's go out, let's go for drinks. Oh yeah, let's go. We and did party. that though. You, 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 <laughs> a little you, bit. You, you still yeah. experience that. Yeah, but I guess if you're singing, there's only so much partying or drinking you can yeah. get away with. Did you ever have those days where you're like? I've got no voice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Even like sometimes going into the show, you're like, oh my God, Lord Jesus, help me get through, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes you would sacrifice. So we would, we had like a double show on a Thursday and also on a Saturday. So usually those would be the days we would probably go out because mm-hmm. then you either have the Sunday to rest or you have the whole of Friday to kind of just, you know? Yeah. Um, but also other things that I would do is probably on Sundays or when I come home in the night, I would try and just not to talk. Yeah. Because talking... Uh, tends to like put a, some strain on the voice so I would probably have days where I'm just silent and if my mom called I would just be like typing to her so we yeah. do like a FaceTime call and she just understood she was like I'm like I'm resting my voice I would steam yeah. so different things like that would um, help and just like any moment that you get you just kind of still and, and sort of holding it for the show yeah is, is yeah that's yeah. your priority isn't it yeah um and you said that you're seeing like a physio like twice a week i think that's or, something as performers that we yeah kind of don't do as much as that we should yeah i mean like did you feel like huge benefits every time you'd see him yeah i mean well the thing is for me it was more maintenance and so you see like that chin up bar there uh-huh. like he he had me doing that since i was like because i know him for like 10 or 12 years uh-huh. and the first thing he got me to do was get a chin-up bar and also like uh dips and stuff and so mm-hmm. he would always just try and like realign mm-hmm. as you know realign yeah. where and it was yeah it was amazing and and the thing is yeah as you're doing the show and stuff and even as you get tired sometimes doing the show you don't really know what you're doing to your body and or what's compensating yeah for like you might have a little ache here so then you do something more on this side and then this side ends up getting something so he would always just like adjust me back and then yeah I did I did feel benefits of it did you um, do anything else outside of seeing him like at home like were you like stretching were you doing like I guess not working out like to yeah. lose weight like most people work out but maintain like a regime yeah just something to retain your athleticism and stuff yeah I have well I have like um I had a regime to do the show which was something that he kind of set up for me which was I did before the show I would do uh was it 50, 50 pull-ups or 40 pull-ups and I think 40 dips. Uh-huh. Um, and then we would also have like warm-ups. So we would stretch and, and everything, but that was that was enough. It's like a staple. Yeah, so you like just do that. Doing eight shows a week or whatever, you're not going to the gym to destroy your body and be no, broken. You for can't, it, you, you know? can't, yeah. I mean, with some gigs, I guess you need to, if you're like in the show of Magic Mike and you go to the shows, that's part of your job to look like the big buff guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but exactly. I guess then you're going to balance out where you're emphasizing your energy to match that. But mm-hmm. you're, that's not needed for Hamilton. It's no, just to be yeah. the best mover you can, I guess. Yeah. Um, and those things as well, those that regime was to like, again, realign as opposed to like build. Yeah. So it would be like, okay, I would realign myself before the show. Mm-hmm. And then you do the show and whatever happens, okay, cool. And then the next day you would realign yourself again. So it sort of takes away, yeah. you know what I mean? Put yeah. yourself back together from the show before. Yeah, it's maintenance. Yeah. Like checking the oil in, the, in your car and the air pressure in your tires before driving every time, I guess. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? One of them. Yeah. That's dope. I feel like it's not something that we're really taught no. very often you know they yeah. just go and this is your job and no one really tells you how to look after yourself i think they just expect you to know yeah. and then if you get a pt they'll just go well if you want to build nice strong legs you yeah. need to do this and yeah like, no that's not how my body works right this is it yeah <laughs> yeah it's very bespoke like yeah, to each person we're trying yeah. to have longer muscles like and loose muscles not tight cramped muscles that's, that's i have um, um. <laughs> uh, yeah. no that's dope so 
during Hamilton, yeah, did you did you know that you're gonna do two years? Mm, n- no, but the first year went really fast, and then like most of us stayed uh-huh. or wanted to stay because we we're just like, oh my god, this is so cool! But like, it's already end of the year, so we we're like, okay, we're gonna stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I didn't know I was going to do a whole two years. Yeah, because before that you had done Into the Heights. In the Heights, yes. In the Heights. In the Heights or Into the Heights? In the Heights. In the Heights. Yes. I always say Into the Heights. I know, heights. a lot like, of people say that, actually. I say it all the time, like, into and it's Into the Hoods, isn't it? If that, that's probably why. And that's why probably why I, I yeah. confuse it. Into so the- I came to watch you do In the Heights, which I did. And it's probably one of my favorite musicals. Um, I saw you in the one near King's Cross. Yes, that's, that's right. That's where it was. Because yeah. there's been two venues, hasn't there, for In the um, Heights, I think. Was it just the one? No, it's just the one. Just so, the one, so as I, far as I know. I saw you yeah. there, and my favorite thing about it was how intimate it was. Yeah. And that there was audience either side of the stage, as opposed to you being like, you're on the stage and I'm in the auditorium and we're a separate entity. It yeah. felt like we were involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, I love that too. What was that show like for you? Ah, uh, that was magic, man. I loved it. I loved it because I was doing so much, I guess, different things on the commercial scene, and then that was my first thing back into MT world. Uh-huh. Uh, but everything just changed. The people that I met on the show, like, are some still like my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, again, it was just very inspiring. I remember going to see it, like you, and I went in and I was like, "What is this gonna be like? What is this setup? Like, I just yeah. never had seen that." Um, and then it just pulls you in. And there's, I think, with that show, there's so much heart to it mm-hmm. um, that you would sometimes, if you had like a bad day or you're just like feeling a bit. Uh, down for whatever reason you do the show and you're like uplifted by the Mm -hmm. end because it's just it's so uh, so much passion and and love and joy um and yeah it was it was great fun i loved it because it felt so modern yeah do you know what i mean like i was never really growing up especially i was never really into musical theater even though i loved films like annie and stuff like that or like ones which have been made into musicals but i've never really been into musical theater i never wanted to have anything to do with it and then i watched in the heights and i remember thinking this is so urban and so modern that this is if i was to do a musical this is me right yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like, yeah this is the thing i want to do like the, you were doing dope choreo it wasn't like dated yeah. old-fashioned you've been doing it since 82 right right do you know right, what i mean yeah. it was so modern and current and i just the setup being able to like watch the the main guy i didn't see sam i saw you didn't his, see sam. no i saw the, his okay. swing um who was just as well i assume maybe just michael as, cortez maybe he was maybe. fantastic yeah and like the, the sh- his shot was on the right and yeah then the, the singing lady would come out on the left and i'd be like really involved and i was yeah. like this is dope so to be on the stage must be even more exciting because everything's happening around you as yes. opposed to you projecting out to an yeah. auditorium mm-hmm. do you know what i mean exactly yeah it was very immersive um and i love that aspect of it as well that like if you sat in different places you could get a different experience yeah or you know um and it, yeah, it was a different because I covered on the show as well. So doing the show from a different um, point of view as well, it was just yeah, it was just very interesting. There was a lot of uh, cool things about that space. Yeah. Did you get yeah. to work with Lim Manuel? Worked on it with you? Or? Yes. He well, not on in the Heights, but he was there for Hamilton. So we kind of got to see him more on that because it was a different. Um, group of creatives that uh-huh. did in the heights here although it was the same show yeah um but he did come and see the show twice mm-hmm. um so that's when i first met him and then he was more hands-on in uh hamilton in terms of just being there what um, was that like working with someone you know it's lin manuel well i guess it was it was very cool i mean he he's more there um encouraging because obviously the creatives are sort of doing most of the work so mm-hmm. he would just come in and sort of look on um but he's what's what's amazing about him is like he's this genius but then he's like a kid yeah you know what i mean so he's like and he's very down to earth he's very warm Mm -hmm. um and and i also got to work on him uh work with him on poppins yes which was cool um and you get like he's just he's super duper chilled he's um but but when you talk to him you realize there is something that is almost like of another level yeah with him and it's it's interesting but he will come in like just a normal top like normal trousers just just very casual but super duper intelligent yeah um yeah and very very encouraging very uh funny oh that's dope yeah so. um so 
before obviously as you just said before you did musical theater i know you from the as we call it the commercial world yeah yeah but before we get to that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know right (laughs) Uh, before we get to that tell us about your like your introduction to performing like what made you perform Um, where did you start what did someone be like singing karaoke and you're like i'm all right at this yeah like that no that didn't actually happen (laughs) (laughs) it's just right as i said yeah um so quick backstory is I was around three or four and my dad brought home, I think the Spice Girls video. Get it. And of course I was living uh, my best life in, in front of the TV. Is in Spice Girls the movie? I can't even remember. Like okay. I, I think it must have been that. Must so have been. 97, 98? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, because I was born in 93, so it must have yeah, been. Yeah, 97, 98. Yeah. And I was, so I was watching that and I was like dancing in front of the TV and then my mom said to my dad, can you bring home something that's like a more guy influence? Mm-hmm. So I was very attached to the movie. And then he brought home Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that video uh, tape had like, it went from Billie Jean into uh, The Way You Make Me Feel, mm-hmm. Beat It, like all those different uh, things that it was like a music video, music video, music video. And I just latched on. I would watch that like over and over and over. I learned all the moves. I got the costume. Uh, Yeah. And so I basically started there. And then I started to do some shows in Trinidad, which is where I'm from. Uh Um, And then after that, I started to take some classes and stuff. And while I was doing some of the shows, um, I think Lion King came to audition in Trinidad and also, one of the shows that I was doing uh, had some British cast members mm-hmm. come down to do the show in Trinidad. And they said, you know, there are schools out there in London for for you to work and, like, train and, mm-hmm. you know, better yourself, like, if you really want to do this. Because yeah. I was, I just kind of latched on to performing and yeah. I loved it. Is there much to offer in Trinidad? No. And that was the thing. Especially with the boys, there was probably, like two or three other maybe one or two other boys that were doing performing mm-hmm. and so i think at the time like my teachers didn't really like my academic teachers didn't really get how passionate i was about it or how much i wanted to do it mm-hmm. and so there was some resistance there and so uh basically when i was doing this show these people from from uh london said you know about the school and then we looked it up my my parents and i and the lucky thing was my my mom's sister lived here, uh-huh. my aunt, I think yeah. you probably know that. And then my dad's dad was British, so uh-huh. I had a British passport. Sick. So those were like my two tickets. But yeah. then it was, okay, you have to come and audition for this school. And the school was Sylvia Young. Yeah. Um, and so I came and I auditioned and I got in. And how old are we talking here? I was probably... Uh, 10 or 11. Shit, that's a lot of pressure for a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, you know, weirdly enough, it was, for me, it, it never seemed that way because it was something that I wanted to do. So my mm-hmm. mom and, and dad and stuff, they didn't really want to let me go. Mm-hmm. And I was the one going, oh my gosh, like, I want to be doing this. And like, these kids out there are doing Lion King and mm-hmm. Billy Elliot and, all, and like, I'm being held back here. Like, I want to do, yeah. you know, the show. And the thing is, Lion King, when they came to audition... They don't audition kids in Trinidad. They only audition adults. But because I was a performing kid and people knew me, I was allowed to go to the audition. And uh-huh. so I met Pippa, who's the casting agent. And she had said as well, like, you're going to have to be in London, in a school, like in an agency yeah. in London to get the role of young Simba. Uh-huh. So, of course, to my parents, I was like, get me out of here now. Like, yeah. I want to be, you know. And now uh, it took them like two years, to, I think, for them to sort of like be like, okay. We'll let you go. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, I got into Sylvia's. I made the move over here. I started studying at Sylvia's. And I did five years there. And in that time, I did do Lion King, which Sick. was really cool. So I went and I auditioned. I think it was my third time that I auditioned. Twice in Trinidad and then once over here. And then they took me. Mm-hmm. Which that was, was your first professional gig? Uh, no, it wasn't. I actually did another job in Qatar oh, for, for six weeks. And I was a... A Sultan's son and okay. it was for it was this huge we performed in like a stadium and I was singing and it, the, it, if I describe it to you it's so crazy because I was I was on a camel a camel singing a real camel a real camel singing nice. because it was for the oh god I don't even know how to say it but like 
a ruler like yeah. or like the like emperor a, a or sultan something of somewhere yeah like yeah. i like um I, that's really bad that i don't know what the no, i can't remember not. i was so young but it was crazy the stage was huge they had all these big sets that they couldn't even manage to really like hundreds of people would be pushing the sets on because it was so big <laughs> so that was my first sort of um thing out here in 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 the uk and but then i it took me to qatar uh -huh. to do it and then the next thing was liking yeah um, and then after that, uh, I finished my GCSEs and I had done other different shows and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then I did, uh, what else did I do? I I was in a pop group. You were. Before we get to the pop group, because yeah. I can't wait to get involved in okay. this one. <laughs> what was it like being submerged in such a professional environment at a young age? Like, was it, were you a bit like, what the hell's going on? Or were you just like, okay, I can do this? Um, where like over here? Yes, yeah, so over I here. To Sylvia's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're in Sylvia's, obviously you book your first job. You go to Qatar, and then your second when you're in Lion King. Like, yeah. it's not like you just did a, a little show for Littlewood's fashion. Yeah. In <laughs> a leisure center, do you know what I mean? They're, yeah. They're pretty big things for someone of such a young age. Yeah. Was it hard being submerged in like those environments? No, I loved it. You just felt like you thrive. Yeah, I think though when I came here, I felt I had to catch up. Uh -huh. Because I think the mentality in um, London, especially when at Sylvia's and stuff, the kids were working professionals. Uh -huh. So they were like adults. So like, <laughs> I remember the first day coming and like seeing them all like hug each other and kiss each other. And they're like, hey, how are you? And like, you know, like, like proper adults. Like, yeah. and like uh, back home in Trinidad, it was kind of like, oh my God, kiss a girl. Like, oh, that's you. Like, you know, you wouldn't <laughs> even like, yeah, it was yeah. kind of like You're a bit back like that. You were a normal kid. Yeah. Whereas I came here and it was just like, they, they were just very on it. Yeah. And the kids were, were working and they were, they did this thing at Sylvia's where like if you miss school, they have CW ones where you catch up. Uh -huh. And so they just, the kids were just very on the ball. Yeah. Just like this. And so I loved that. Um, and I, I loved just being in the performing thing. It was like, oh my God, I get to do this. Yeah. And I think you spoke to Sam, right? So yeah. you know about the three days of yeah. academics, two days of vocational. And for me, that was just the, the bomb. It was the best thing. I guess. That, <laughs> and I imagine you probably even learn more. I think I said this on another podcast, but you probably learn more even academic wise. Because yeah. it's not as intense, but yeah. you're willing to be like, okay, I'll give you my all because for, this for the rest. Days. Yeah. Because yeah. for the other two days, I'm going to be dancing my ass off. Exactly. And vice versa. You yeah. probably learn more in the performing aspect because it's not as intense. Yeah. Especially yeah. at a young age. I feel like when I went, well, not so much me, but when I see other colleges now when they're taking on 16-year-olds and they're doing five days of eight, nine hours of training a day, I go, Where, where's their time to digest anything? Right. They're so just being so thrown yeah. so much information. Mm -hmm. They're not getting time to practice it. They're not getting time to digest it. Like That's think true. of us as professional adults who rehearse. When we learn three numbers in a day, there's a reason by the end of the day we can't do the first one. But the next day we wake up and we go, digested it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, our thing. We exactly. let it marinate. It'll settle. That's so true. So I guess at a young age, but I think it would benefit older people too, having less intense is probably better because then you've got time to step away and then come back to it yeah like balance yeah yeah really yeah you that's I mean? true that's absolutely true i think there was a really good balance at the, yeah. at the school which is amazing did they have anything where it was like if you don't uh complete all your homework then you don't get to do jazz and yeah. jazz in the morning oh well uh <laughs> no the penalty i think the penalties were a little stronger i think um sometimes i think people if you if you weren't um keeping up i think you could be taken out of shows or like or i think i think like i mean i never got there so i don't really know what those yeah. penalties are because i was like i have something to prove i need to be the best you know what i mean yeah. so but there were definitely penalties if you didn't keep up um, yeah and when you when you came here you stay you live with your auntie right yeah 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 so she kind of took over a mother role for you uh, actually, my aunt is very busy. Yeah. So my mom would come for six months and then my mom's mom would come for six months and oh, look after me. Sick. Yeah. So, so my mom used to come and take me to two accessories. Yeah, because I've met your mom a few times. Yeah. And then I think, I don't know if my grandmother did that as well. I think I got into two access after my grandmother stopped coming uh -huh. to look after me because I was but, a bit older. At that so day. they would come and check up on you and make sure you're doing all your homework and, and all just, misbehaving. Yeah. Because I guess they've taken a huge risk by letting you come the other side of the world 
to pursue yeah. performing arts. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like most people, most parents worry about their kids shooting off to London at 16. Yeah. Whereas yours were willing to let you go across the world. So do you feel like that was a part of the reason why you were like, I have to, I guess I have to be 100%, not miss out on my coursework. I have to be the best I can be and play catch up and be one of the best ones because so they'd made such big sacrifices Sacrifice. for you. I think subconsciously, yeah, it's like probably even now it's like ingrained in me because um i don't know it's it's what i wanted to do but there was so much sacrifice and also it's just like when i walk or when i do the the work you know i'm representing back home as well Uh does that make sense you know what i mean and then also the opportunities people don't don't get that opportunity yeah um and i i guess also there's just that that thing of like I I wanna I wanna be the best that I can be, and so sometimes I feel coming into to I think London where I don't really I have an accent I ha- I'm different and that I have to work twice as hard to be to be in with the pack. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but I don't want to get like into yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah. But if you get what I'm saying, yeah. that so it's um, yeah I always I kind of always feel like that. That's really. dope. I think yeah. it's nice. It's great that they you know, they sacrificed their son moving the other side of the world. And then obviously your mother and your grandpa, your grandma coming yeah. for such long periods of time. But now I can't even imagine how proud they are to know yeah. that it was all worth it. Cause yeah. you know, you're 26 years old and you've had the, such an astonishing career so far. Thank Do you. I mean, and I believe that it's only the beginning. I bet they're so proud. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? And Thank I can't imagine what it. that's like for them. I remember being in LA with you and your mum. Yeah. Like, her stood outside millennium looking through the window as we take <gasps> class. Like, this is it. She's so, supportive like you know they've I mean? been so amazing so yeah. i bet for them even them i bet they're like so proud because i always think how proud my mom is of me yeah. you know what i mean so i can't imagine how proud yours is of you for the sacrifices they've made to yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so it's both ways isn't it it's yeah dope. i'm very grateful and, to them because yeah. they're very supportive my dad as well is like and my brother and and my aunt as well they, oh everybody's just been you know behind yeah. me going you can do this you can yeah you know, so it's amazing once you left sylvia's yeah. What happened? So I left. I I ended up uh, going into a pop group that came out of the school. Oh yes, the pop group. Uh, and then, I know, right? Everybody yeah. knows about this pop group, and I really enjoyed it. It was it was good fun. Um, but I did. What I, were you guys called? Ever young. Ever young. That's the one. I know. Uh, <laughs> Your then, face. I know. Everyone could see. You look so uncomfortable. I was like, oh gosh, because yeah, I think. I'm so happy that I did it because I was supposed to go to Lane's mm-hmm. and I was in the same year as Sam. Um, mm-hmm. So we were all going to head there and then I decided, okay, I'm going to try this thing and I'm going to do the pop group. And and I did it for a year. Um, and But I think at the time I was kind of starting to work as a dancer as well, mm-hmm. which was good. So I think I'd done X Factor. And then the pop group, I just think, I think I did it for a year and I was just like, okay, I think I want to try something different Yeah, because you're about 17 at this time, right? 17, Because yeah. we did that X Factor together. That right. was both of our first one. Right. And that was, this, that's Bieber, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we did Bieber and then we did the semi and the final of X Factor. Yeah. Were you there that year with the um, with the platforms, with the, with the disco number? Yeah, I was watching it last night. <laughs> Me and my fiance were watching. Me and George were watching my show reel from 2010 oh to 2011, God. and it's me and you either side of Mary Byrne doing this shimmy, and look, I've got those platform shoes on your face. <laughs> I've got these platforms that are on four sizes you. too big. This. <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember that, like in the gold yeah, shirt. Shit. And you know what? What happened with me was I my foot was too small for the shoes, so they gave me the girls' ones, yeah. which was the higher thing. I was like, I just I, if I drop on this stage yeah. it's just not gonna be mine, mine were like three sizes too big because oh. they had none left it was it was so <laughs> tragic was Ashley Wallen choreographed that I remember oh gosh. and it was I just remember this oh dear oh, sorry I just hit the microphone yeah that was um, a good one but yeah. I lo- that was so much fun like that whole experience you know but um oh yeah so anyways <laughs> going back so we did that um and I just said I want to do something different and I really loved art at school. So then I enrolled in a graphics course, graphic oh, design okay. course. And I did that for two years. And, but the course was a full-time course, but it was only three days a week. 
Oh, nice. So I was I was working with Dion Bromfield at the time. So I was still working as a dancer mm-hmm. and training, taking classes at Pineapple, uh, wherever else, Dance Attic or... Mm-hmm. Huskies. Attic. Huskies. I think that's or, all there was then. Yeah, Dance Works or whatever. Wherever it was. Because I don't think Studio 68 No, we had no around. 68, no bass. Yeah. Um, and so I was still training a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and then somewhere throughout that period of me going to do the course I went to LA and I was training in LA and that's mm. maybe when we yeah. would have seen each other um so yeah and then I started to just once I finished that I was working more as a dancer yeah yeah so how did you how did you get into Ever Young how did I get into Ever Young like how did that come about I think this there's a guy called Simon Hanning mm-hmm. who was our manager he came in probably around I was around in year 10 and he auditioned a group of us to be in this TV show called Summertown, uh-huh. which Simon, if you're listening to this, like I would still love to do that. That's an incredible <laughs> show. <laughs> you, can make it, you can make it happen now. Yeah. It's literally like a high school musical. Yeah. But it was so much fun. Um, and then I think there were a few of us out of that. They wanted to, to make into a group. I think I'm, I'm saying this the right, the, the right way. Um, and so it just kind of developed out of the school. They were like, they want to make a band. And so there were a few of us. Mm-hmm. And then as we left, we just ended up being in the group. That's pretty much how it was. Yeah. So it wasn't like we had to audition uh, for the, the group. Did you do many gigs? Um, not me. I think when I left, they did lots of gigs. Yeah. I did some, but I didn't. Because I remember there at one point being a lot of like, I guess not boy bands, but there was lots of people trying to be in girl bands. Right. Especially dancers. Yeah. Like I remember, I think... I might be wrong, so sorry if I am, but I'm pretty sure Kimberly Taylor was, Kim was in a group. Yeah, with Abby Goodwin. Um, nice to meet you, Mr. Milton. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, there's quite a few. There was some vocals. some girls from studio centers that made a band. Like yeah. I felt like everyone was chasing that. We can dance and we can sing. Yeah. In quotations, I don't know if they can or they can't, but right. at the time, I think it it was such a a market. It yeah. probably wouldn't have mattered. Right. Right. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. I see. So yeah, it's interesting. But th- there wasn't ma- any men going lesbian or boy band, so <laughs> no, <laughs> just me <laughs> doing it. Yeah, yeah. So my best life. that died and didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I did it. For me, it was you know. But but we did some cool stuff. Like there was one gig that we did. We did Western Live, and uh, there was it was cool. You know, like as I learned uh, harmonies and all that kind of stuff, and um, and the others in the group are, are so talented as well. Um, like one of the girls she went on to do Sherelle she's she did Motown for three years oh, and she sick. was understudying Diana Ross in the in the show um, first cover and stuff and you know so they're super duper talented so it was awesome to learn uh-huh. during that period and I guess things carry across into singing in you know musicals and stuff exactly the skills yeah. that you pick up along the way how to sing into a microphone properly or all that stuff just little yeah. things yeah so that's dope but yes, but I did leave. <laughs> yeah, but I left. Um, yeah, so then after that, you obviously got into X Factor and you started working commercially quite quite a lot. Mm. And you were always the youngest one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what was the commercial world like for you? Did you like it? Was it something that you enjoyed? I know lots of people love it. Lots of people hate the inconsistency of it. What was your take on... Mm. Well... Uh, well, I yeah, I agree with the inconsistency of it, I think, is what was tricky. And especially for me, because uh, my st- statistic, I'm small. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can be a bit effeminate at times. So I'm not like the most, you know, but I think mostly it's because I'm small. I can't really work for lots of different artists. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. here and there, there would be. The, the short artist like Dion Bromfield or yeah. someone that I can we're both be. in the same yeah same well, fish for that ish yeah, yeah but you're you're bigger than me and like you look more but I didn't big. then well I do now because I tried now. making something of it but I didn't yeah. then but well yeah so I think that was what was tricky for me it was like okay I've done the work now and I I feel like I'm, I'm here but I, I can't really get all the gigs so what I think what happened with me is I was like assisting and then I would go to to um to do a, a job here and there and then I would teach mm-hmm. and then and sometimes I would choreograph you know so it would be like the merging of those four different things and flipping between those that's how I think I was able to I guess some sort of way sustain a career mm-hmm. but to be honest I don't I don't think I was really making that much from 
doing all of, like I think what's in the eyes of people thought I, I worked a lot so I was interested when you said I worked a lot because looking back I'm like did I really? I well, know, I just but, think, yeah. maybe even not maybe the perception is that you work a lot because you're Jonathan Bishop you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah. you were Every, you had a recognizable name. If someone said your name, even if they didn't know you, people knew who you were. Yeah. Because of the circles you worked within, when, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. Not even so much that they saw you working so much. I think they, you're just associated with Cisco or yeah. with the people which mentored you and taught you. Exactly. And you were, the jobs that you did do were at a high caliber. Yeah. A lot of the time, you know, you'd be assisting these top choreographers or working on these top shows. Yeah. Then you fall into that bracket. But yeah. I've always say like dancers like in the commercial world it is very hard to make a living yeah I think like, like in consistency we're like professional students mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like we're really good at surviving yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. like we're really good at surviving and yeah. it's quite hard to to put money away and put money in the yeah. bank yeah and there's probably the a handful like what well, the percentage that I do is probably three percent out of 100% of the community, yeah, which and can probably make a living from just dance. Yeah, this is it, you know, and you really have to, because, you know, you get on like, one job and then it finishes. And mm -hmm. then, so then what happens the next week? Or, yeah, and then that job doesn't pay you till... Six weeks. Or, you know what I mean? Or longer. Or longer. It's, it's you know, um, I wish that that was, that was easier or sort of dealt with better. But, but yeah, so... I, I loved, I, of course, and that's the part that I loved. I love working with Cisco and, and Jerry and, you know, getting mm -hmm. to, to, to work with Brian and these amazing people um, and to to learn from them because I think they are, they're excellent mm -hmm. and, and sort of being around that, like, you know, Sean Niles and, and yeah. seeing how Sean is doing job after job after, and like, you know, nailing everything yeah. or feel. You know, people like that. Um, you are uh, surrounded by, you know what they say, like, uh, you are who you surround yourself mm -hmm. with. You yeah. I mean, you, if you surround yourself with people who are at the bottom, you're probably going to stay stagnant. Or right, yeah. You are constantly surrounded by the top working people. Yeah. And I think that's why at such a young age, besides obviously your hard work and determination, you are a very ad advanced dancer. And right. a, you carried yourself in a very grown way. Thank you. Because you were surrounded by, I guess, like you said, the people of excellence. Yeah, like exactly. The yeah. top dogs. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. You know so, I, mean? I I'm very grateful to have been. I sort of welcomed into. I guess that that circle uh -huh. with all of you guys. Um, and yeah, and so that I loved. I loved um, being in it. But I think after a while, I think the commercial. Hmm, I'm gonna be careful with it. <laughs> the commercial industry for me, I don't know if it was as fulfilling to me mm -hmm. once. Uh, and that's when I realized once I got into In the Heights, I thought, oh my gosh, this is, you know, this yeah. is really it. And it, so it's in a way it became, it came full circle because I, I started off doing musical theater in Trinidad and mm -hmm. then going to Sylvia Young, which is a musical theater school. And then I sort of went sort of more into dance and the commercial world. And obviously there were wonderful mm -hmm. gigs and stuff. But then when I got into In the Heights, I thought, wow, this is really... Why do you think really it wasn't? Fulfilling. Why do you think it wasn't as fulfilling as you expected or hoped? I think it, uh, to start with, it was. Yeah. Um. Definitely, and and def and like doing the tour with like Dion Bromfield and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I had so much fun. Um, but then, probably coming down t towards like one of my last gigs, I don't know. I came off the stage and I just thought, that just why are we feeling nothing? And I feel it's be it's probably because. There is this, hmm. sometimes there's a way that uh, I think the dancers are moved in a way to just be a decoration mm -hmm. and less of an artist themselves. Mm -hmm. Or, and I think in some ways, probably selfishly, that, you know, I wanted to, I would like to sing and I would like to act. and You and, want to be the artist. And I would want, and you know, because I do music as well. So it was just like I felt... I'm only really expressing through one channel. And you're not really being seen. Right. And, and you know what I mean? And, and, and everything is just so over. Mm -hmm. Done. Yeah, there's no Your real... camera shot lasted a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, yeah. And sometimes there's no real meaning to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think 100%. like that's... Yeah. P.S. Anybody that's listening to this, this is just 
my no, opinion. It's fine. It's not it's, yeah, it's not you to, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's your perspective, and that's yeah. completely fine. And I agree with you. And yeah. that's the whole world I wanted to be in. And I still do prefer that world. Right. But I agree with exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It just depends on what your goal is. I never wanted to be the uh, the singer. Right. You know what yeah. I, mean? I wanted yeah. to be the person behind J Lo that makes her look cool. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to be the yeah. person that carries her. Like. Right. Yeah. Do you know so what I mean? It's, so it's, it's individual individual yeah. perspectives. But exactly. you're an all round artist. Like. Do you know what I mean? You are a triple threat. So. Thank you. For you to <laughs> tell me, thank yeah, you, no, thank no, you. No. <laughs> you worked Thanks. your ass off for it. Um, so for you to, it'd be like saying to Beyonce, "Can you stand at the back of the dance line and not sing?" Can you just dance? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and have all the performers in front of you. Yeah. When that's her that's her thing. I yeah. guess you weren't dancing behind artists. Maybe you're not feeling like you're getting to express the full you. Yeah. Because you're just doing the one channel and it's okay. not really about you. Yeah. No one at the end is going to go, that's Jonathan Bishop. Great job. As yeah. credit yeah. scenes for X Factor roll right. down. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, do you also think that maybe you feel more fulfilled doing like In the Heights and stuff because you actually get to perform more? As in, like, because it's uh, yeah, because it's eight shows a week. Like, I, yeah. say you're a working dancer and a commercial dancer. Mm -hmm. Unless you're on a tour, yeah, you're doing one show a week. Yeah. Two, if you're lucky, you're rehearsing for the week, and a show is on a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you're doing eight shows a week, back to back. Audiences cheering, getting to express, uh, getting to do the thing that most performers, I assume. This is my assumption, except for Tally. She proved me wrong on her podcast. <laughs> but like they like the thought of performing to crowd. They like the applause. They like uh, right. getting to yeah. show yeah, off I their talent and their skill. Yeah. Whereas in, a, in yeah. Tally, she was like, I prefer rehearsals. And I was like, mind blown. I was like, right. Yeah. I was like, in my head, I was like, I hate rehearsals. How do you hate that? Yeah. <laughs> I hate practicing. I just want to, I just want to clap. <laughs> do you right. Know I mean? Yeah. So do you think that's a part of it that you get to fulfill that mm. eight times a week as yeah. opposed to the two and that's this is yeah you're touching on a point that's why i was saying everything like it just felt so quick because i think when you when you start doing musical theater and stuff then and this is i think this is my um sort of view on it it's different for different people uh -huh. but for me there is a chance to do it again and get better or I, and again and then also to bond and even to improve the way the whole thing works so mm -hmm. it becomes you know what i mean so you settle into mm -hmm. the piece and then it becomes even greater because it it, it marinates gets, yeah, it marinates yeah. and it gets into your body and so and then you may not have been able to hit this thing as well but after doing it a good few times then it goes pow into the thing whereas sometimes in the commercial world and this is nobody's fault like on a gig like x factor everything is so fast and the, the choreographers are under pressure mm -hmm. to deliver and then they deliver and then something gets changed so then they have to, you know, and so it trickles down to us and it's literally like, do you know your counts? Okay, great. Go. Go. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's yeah. no time for you to enjoy it. Just figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel you. Whereas, so I love that, I think, side of the mm -hmm. doing, getting to do it, as, as you said, more times. And then I think there is this thing, I think in the, in the other side of it, in the musical theater side, where it's like, they need you. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, you can be replaced and whatever, you know, yeah. very easily. But as in the show is built to have your track yeah, in there. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. So it's like, so, and if you're not there, somebody has to be there to cover your particular track, which sort of gives you this kind of purpose, which you should come with anyways. But it just, it's like, okay, I have the show to do tonight and I need to be there. Uh-huh. Because if I'm not there or if I'm, you know, whereas as opposed to, it's just. It's a one-time thing. You're in and out. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of have a role. and a, Yeah. You have to fulfill that role. And if you don't, the show will not be the same. Even though you can be replaced, the person who saw it yesterday won't see the same one or a better one than they did right. today. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the, I think the other thing is as well is there's, I think with shows, um, sometimes I feel like there's, there's a story to, to be told. And so, um to do with with choreography as well like for instance when we were on hamilton like every step <laughs> and this is crazy like every step had a meaning the point was never just a point it yeah. was you're pointing because you are in burr's head and you are you know it, like so ever so your layering is, is throughout the show is your mind is constantly 
active in a in a different way as opposed to just you know which which sometimes is the most amazing thing so i love that as well a good full out number yeah yeah you know i live it (laughs) but then there is this other side where you have this layering which which is just really interesting so that your um emotions are present and they are coming through you as you're moving yeah you know what you're I mean? You're storytelling. You're, yeah. part, you're part of the journey for the audience to understand what's going on, I guess. Yeah. As opposed to being, like you said, the decoration in the background. Just the deck. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm. Yeah. Do you ever, doing so many shows a week, do you ever get just like fed up of doing it? Because that was always yeah. my thing growing up. It was like, what about West End? And I was just like, I guess it wasn't even the thought of musical theater that put that I didn't like. It was the thought of doing the same thing the same night back to back, which would have put me off. And that's what I liked about the commercial aspect is doing something new all the and time. Then you and you have to change, it, right? Keeping it fresh. Yes. But yeah, now, absolutely. the older I am, and since starting Dream Boys, like we were kind of talking about it earlier, um, I only do like four shows a week, sometimes five. But the fact that it, the show is so comfortable within my body, mm-hmm. then it becomes a point where I don't need to think about the moves and mm-hmm. I get to think about how I deliver and oh, right. yeah, and my different. interaction yeah. with the other people on stage and I get to enjoy those things a bit more yeah. and the camaraderie on stage as opposed to just going, I've got to kill this two minute right. song. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I, again, it got to the point, especially on my first year with Dream Boys, it got to a point, and my second year, got to a point where I'd be like August, I'd be like, I can't wait to stop doing this show. You know what I mean? Last year it wasn't really like that. I feel like I enjoyed the show more. Yeah. And as a group, we kind of all gelled really, really well. And yeah. we kept a really good camaraderie on stage. But before that, I'd be like, July, August, I'd be like, we've been doing this since February. Like, I know. <laughs> it's a lot. I, I can't do this track again. Do you know what I mean? Like someone yeah. someone hurt themselves so I can do something different. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was one of them. Um, I think you do. I think, well, for me, because I think, and thank God, like I, I really, I love the show, uh-huh. and I love the shows that I've, I've done. So, um, I, I would never, I wouldn't say that I ever got fed up of it. I think you get tired, um, because it takes so much out of you. And at some points, you're just like, oh my God, like I hope that I can deliver this the way that I started uh-huh. before. Um, but, but that's part of the reason as well, like why I think I left the show as well was just because I thought. Um, okay, now that I've done two years, I want to leave loving the show. As opposed to, yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to like getting through the, getting into the third year and being like, oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know, halfway through, I can't. Yeah, it's I can't. my thousandth show. So, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think that's, and so I, no, I, I didn't get fed up. No, but mm. I definitely, but I just, yeah, there were times where you're just like, oh my gosh, I, I want to get through because, you know, especially coming down to the end of the second year, it was just, it was tough on tough on a lot of us who had been there from the mm-hmm. beginning and you're seeing the finishing line and you're going, Oh my God, six weeks to go, <laughs> yeah. four weeks. To, you know what I mean? And you're just like, okay, this seems like it's ages. And then before you know it, it's like done. And done. you're like, Oh my God, nothing, you know? Yeah. So are you looking yeah. forward to auditioning and stuff again? Yeah. 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 I mean, well, I'm auditioning now and doing different things. Um, and so just waiting to hear from a few. What would you like yeah. to do now? I would love to do roles. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to, to get more into the, the singing and the acting. I would love to, to for the dancing to be in there, but sometimes uh-huh. um, I don't know if there's always a role that has all those three aspects, the singing, the acting, and the dancing all at once. Um, but I would love to get something like that. Yeah. yeah. Where you're not just ensemble. Right. Yeah. Where, you, you know, get I get to, to yeah. be a lead. Yeah. Because like on Hamilton, like I was working on my voice like before the show every day. I think people thought I was a bit crazy because I would do like... <laughs> <laughs> but the same way that I, I, I was training in the dancing, I thought, well, if I want to be good at the singing, I need to, I need to do that. So Yeah, that's so true. I yeah. say that all the time. I yeah. say it about the podcast. I go, I want to make... Like if I could make a career out of having a podcast or a radio show, like that would be my dream after Wonderful, dance. Yeah. And then I say to myself, but am I putting in the reps like I did as a dancer to be a dancer? And right, then I that question got you, myself, but, yeah. like, there's a reason I did so well as a dancer is because I put in the the, the time and the reps yeah. and practice, practice, practice. And it was I, it's all I thought about. And then I go, oh, I'm not doing that right now. This is it. How am I? How am I expecting myself to be able to make the same on the same level? Success. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And it's of so course. true. You have to submerge yourself yeah. in just as much as you did to be a good dancer. Mm-hmm. Now to be a lead, you have to push into yeah. those things too. Exactly. And so I was, I was taking singing classes. I was, 
um, my singing teacher had said, you should try and do like an hour before the show of vocal. And so like I could probably warm my voice up probably in like 15 minutes and mm -hmm. I'd be good for the show. But I was like, no, I'm going to try and do like half an hour to 45 minutes. At some point I was doing an hour before the show um, and I would go into like a corner and people would pass and see me and they'd just be like, <laughs> yeah. this guy's so extra. <laughs> and I was like, I, even in my head, I was like, I am really extra. This is a lot. Like nobody else is do, doing this. You know, people would warm up and stuff, but... But, um, yeah, well, that's what's going to make you thrive above everyone else, though. I'm, like, I'm hoping that it pays off yeah, because otherwise it's you. just like, oh, God, all that time. <laughs> I could have been chilling. I'm telling you, it's going to pay off. Yeah. The way you submerge yourself, it will. Because, you yeah. know, you've got to put in the reps. You've got to put in the hours. The this great thing it. about getting good at singing, I guess, is once you know the tools, how to practice, then you, it's, you can do it anywhere. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? As I guess with... I mean, unless you've got a really nice big space to dance in, it's quite hard to find somewhere where I can, like dive and spin around and right. do it yeah, right. you can practice yeah. pirouettes i guess in a small place or like yes. pop in or like there are specific things you can practice but to practice a big combo even in here in yeah. your lovely dance studio yeah. it would be a struggle right whereas yeah, exactly. with singing you can just sit in the cupboard <laughs> and it, it's, it's, it's true you take it and you, you know have vocal exercises on a phone and then uh -huh. you, yeah and then you go oops sorry. it's okay um, my friend kyle does them when he's driving yes so do you know what I mean like I <laughs> singing a lot see yeah so he practices singing driving all the time he's yeah. like oh, it's my time where I'm doing nothing so I can exercise study and engage yeah. it and I guess that's great that you can do that anywhere too right yeah are you having acting classes I am uh, I went to um New York while I was doing the show we got four weeks holiday I took two weeks of my holiday to go to New York to do uh intensive acting course Ooh, how was that it was good it, it was a meisner course and i was while i was on hamilton as well i was doing a um a, a acting course with the same teacher uh -huh. and it was i would go once a week um for like three hours and if i got days off i would go for the yes, saturday class three as well. hours a class yeah just you know and I'm so dope. i was training like weekly in the acting as well um but the the intensive in new york was really cool we had two teachers um and it was just good to have like, I think it was like from 10 to 6 or how mm. 10 to 4 or whatever. And you would just be, just to see others working and just submerging it for mm -hmm. a period, you know, um, was really good. So yeah, I, I loved it. But yeah, so just trying to work all those different things to get me to that next level, you know. And so that's I'm just constantly working on it to no. progress. Would you like to go do any more commercial gigs now you're off? Would, if, they, if they come up, would you go, yeah, I'll take one. Got some time to kill. Um, <laughs> I don't want to shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> I I think it depends on what it is. Yeah, I'm working on one now, oh, which sick. is good. Um, and I'm enjoying. Well, I haven't even even started, but I'm supposed to be. You know, th they cancelled rehearsals today and and stuff. But Thank you very much for cancelling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what it is yeah. after. Um, and so something like like this, yes. But I'm very, I guess I'd probably be quite selective yeah. at, at this point because. Yeah, I guess it gets to a point where when you know what you want to do, yeah, you know you can make those choices, and I think it's hard, isn't it? Because I always, for a lot of my career, I was like, I don't want to do that, and I go, but I need the money. You need them. This is do you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I know. Do I go against what I want to do, but I really need that money? <laughs> I guess it's a balance, especially for both of us now. Like you know, when we have bills to bills to pay, and the, you know, so I, sometimes I think about that. I go, oh gosh, well. Yeah. Oh, there's there's every week like I've been teaching so intensely since yeah. uh, I finished since I finished tour at the end of November. I've taught like every weekend, mm -hmm. and some days I wake up and I look at the commute to where I'm teaching and I'm like, I do not want to do this. <laughs> and then I go, Oh, I've committed to being able to pay a mortgage. Get your fucking ass out of bed. Let's and, go. And yeah. then I but then I also think to myself, this is what it must feel like to go to a nine to five. This that feeling where you maybe you're not satisfied. This is what it must feel like to go. I don't want to get up today. Right. But once I'm there, I always love it. Yeah, but this is because it. Because yeah. it's still I'm still dancing. I'm still teaching. teaching Even yeah. if it's teaching kids how to dance who can't dance on the grand scheme of things, like. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm not yeah. collecting bins. I'm not like. No right. I'm not saving lives. Yeah. I'm just teaching dance, so yeah. it's not that big a deal. But yeah. I hear you. I hear sometimes you. you've got to go. I have to commit to this to, one to do it. Yeah. Despite you know. Yeah. How you feel about yeah, and put your feelings aside. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm, I've been lucky that, you know, like, well, I just finished as well. So for me, I'm like enjoying the time of rest. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm just hoping to just keep doing work. I think that is fulfilling and that's, and that's why I think I'm so grateful that I got to do In the Heights and then, 
and then Poppins, and then Hamilton. You know, these are things where I was just inspired. Yeah, oh, um, they're all very so, good things. Yeah, you know I mean, it's not like you took a, I'll just do that for now because I need it, and no, then you end yeah. up hating it. Like they're all very good projects to be on projects, yeah. jobs, yeah. gigs. Um, so yeah. So tell us a bit about your new intensive. You've just finished your first one with yeah. you and Leah. Yeah. Um, I've heard a bit about it from John. <laughs> yes because he came and spoke on your panel yes, so you kind of give me an insight job. i asked him how it was and he gave me an insight into what it's like yeah but tell us your reason why you did it and a bit about it so um well leah and i both left the show at the same time mm -hmm. and then we we went and we were teaching at 68 for just four weeks we just did four classes mm -hmm. um each and that was really lovely and we had some people come down and stuff and like i think over that period of time leah more so Leah had said, you know, she was like, I just feel like I want to do something a bit more mm -hmm. than just um, just coming and teaching at Open Glass, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was very much, like, in agreement. I was like, yeah. And then we had, on the last day, we did a Q&A. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting that how some of the questions that were coming up and I felt as well, some, based off of some of the things that people had said, was that they were very much commercial dance. And that's all I'm seeing. And this is, you know, and I just thought as well, like it's so broader than that, especially for like Leah and I, you know, Leah comes from the commercial dance scene mm -hmm. as well. And like now she's singing and she's auditioning for these other things. And it's, and it's like, there's so much more opportunity if you just expand, uh, expand yourself, yeah. you know? And so that's why we were like, okay, let's, let's, let's do something. So we put it together and we called it the industry craft and we wanted to make it that name sort of be broad as well because so it's not going it's not focusing on one specific, specific thing. thing yeah and especially so that we could get different people in and and just just open up the the mindset and so mm -hmm. because i think like and there's differences but it's it's similar how you apply yourself to mm -hmm. each different thing mm -hmm. um so the intensive was amazing it was really good um we had some really great feedback and I think more so it's just to let people kind of get a, a feel of like what it is to probably be like if you're if you're working. So we did like a mock audition. Mm -hmm. um, we had like all this, this those amazing people like John Graham, Dean Lee, you know, Sean, all these Royston, people. On, Roy, yeah, Royston, Minnie, Alex, like um, Jason Ainsley. I don't want to miss out uh -huh. anybody. Kieran was there as well. You had a panel, boy. <laughs> yeah, it was, and 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 there was some amazing conversations that came up, and just about. Also, I think how things have changed and th the way that execution is now uh, versus how execution was back in the day with 2XS and mm -hmm. that, that era of people, you yeah. know, like it's, it's different. And so we just wanted to, I, I feel like I just want everything, uh, I want there to be excellence. Uh -huh. And this is, and you know, like, so I talk, I spoke about excellence with Cisco and, and, um, you know, Theo and, and, and I think what was amazing was when I was training, you had people like Cisco and Sean and John and Ema and all these people doing it at the same time. And they were like these pillars mm -hmm. that everybody could look at and go, that's, that's the goal. Th you know what I mean? I agree. And I feel like, um, there's been a new wave, which has been, it's wonderful, but it's just, it's just different. And so like, um, and also, I think some of the technical aspects as well have sort of just been diluted a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? So, like, when you look at Brian's generation and, and the generations before, it was so, t you know, the different type of dancer that was bred back then. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that I would always, I'm always striving towards. I watched Gene Kelly and, and Fred Astaire and, like, um, uh, Liza Minnelli and yeah. those kind of people. And so it's, the whole industry craft thing is to to just i think widen people's minds and also go like go for this strive for this you can do this mm -hmm. um and and also teaching them as well to perform i feel like sometimes there is this this especially in the uk there is this thing of like uh we are more reserved and we hold back yeah and we don't go pow straight out boom yeah. i'm here and i can you know whereas I think like sometimes that mentality just it holds back the actual craft mm -hmm. itself um and so we were just saying like okay drop your jaw do this like little small details relax relax or you know what i mean so yeah. like because people dance with their mouths closed sometimes yeah. where and if they just 
did different, like a little tweak, little tweak here, then all of a sudden they become something else or, yeah. you know, and so it just pretty much those, those were the different things. Sounds like you're not only applying beautiful combos and stuff, but you're giving people, you're teaching people skills. Yeah. That, that's kind of, and I speak about this a lot on the podcast that I see lots of teachers teaching wonderful combinations. Yeah. Teaching great choreography. Yeah. Some not so great, but teaching great choreography, but right. they're not delivering any skill. They're not di- teaching anything that carries over. Yeah. Whereas I always remember training like with Cisco, mm-hmm. there'd be, you did this, why are you doing this? Right, there's you know an I mean? extra... There's a yeah. why to the stuff you're doing. Like he'd be going, you're performing and this is why. And there's a camera, there'd be a camera here. Can, so you're right. going to perform to it in this specific way. And I feel like that's, I guess what you don't really see much now is just kind of like get the combo get your money everyone feel good get out yeah this was you know so we did we had filming happening mm-hmm. as well we told them they were going to be filmed and you know we yeah we gave little tips you know like and and it's it's things like that um that, that i guess aren't i aren't uh, being taught you know and i don't know it's so we were trying to yeah to i guess do that and also just put some people on the on the radar as well uh-huh. like I had there's a, a girl that I used to teach in Leicester she came and took the course and I thought thank god like she came and you know she got selected into one of the groups and I thought great because I want those people to be seen and, by Dean and, and so on yes and hopefully they get you know work yeah. so it's just yeah it's, it's one of those it's dope. Um, and one thing which I really noticed about it which I thought was fantastic is how good a value of money is yeah <laughs> like like i think you charge 45 pound for for the three days for three days three yeah. hours each day yeah like that's w- ridiculously cheap mm-hmm. yeah. so you'd spend more than that to take nine hours worth of dance classes at any studio in the country probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to me that and i didn't even really clock it john was like look at the price and i was like what what yeah for three days i was like and learning from you and leah who are very you know well experienced and you're not just learning from a randomer who's made up an intensive yeah. you have something to show for it and you've worked in both aspects and then for you to be able to you know use your i guess relationships and bring in these other people to be seen by john dean royston Minnie. Yeah. you know for 45 pound you couldn't ask for anything better and i see lots of other in- intensive is like the new the new cool thing it's like yeah the new, there's a lot it's happening like, right now it's like now, the new yeah. craze at the moment and I'm all for it and then a little bit against it because mm-hmm. I'm like, are we doing it to make money and what's the purpose? And that's why I ask, what's the purpose of the yeah. of the intensive? As opposed to being like, say, for example, me, I make an intensive and I just want people to come and learn 16 of my combos and get paid a lot of money for yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? And then bounce. And then but there's a reason why yeah. you're doing it and you have goals that you're trying to achieve by the end of the intensive. Yeah, we're trying to. I spoke open. to Tally about hers as well. Yeah. And different inte- different oh, intentions yeah. than yours totally. but still but yeah, but there's cool. a there's a goal at the end of it as opposed to just going oh there's just an intensive it's yeah. me for a week yeah she's so awesome do you know what i mean Tally. yeah so i think it's great and i hope more people jump on the bandwagon as in they join you and leah and they Thank learn you. from you guys especially yeah. as you're bringing in other great minds too yeah i think that's great well yeah we've been back and forth we were like back and forth about the pricing and stuff and but, you know, we were speaking last night, we speak a lot, um, and we're just like, yeah, we don't want to charge anymore. We're doing an extra day, so we're charging of another 15 of pounds, which is the same. Of course. So the, pr- the price is not even raised, it's just people wanted an extra day. Um, but it was just like, no, we can we can make enough money, uh-huh. but there's no, I think for us, it's like, you know, if you, if you put it up too much, then I don't think you really get everybody that, you get the people that can afford it. You don't get the people that want it or need it. 100%. necessarily you know what i mean 100%. it's like yeah and it's so so we're just like no we can make we'll make enough yeah we're, we're doing our thing but let's just give and so what's really amazing with leah is like um we have this really good relationship of like a push and a pull where so i will be teaching and she will be hands-on with them as i'm teaching them uh-huh. so she'll be like guys look at his foot or so why is he not uh, he's not moving that left foot. Why are you moving that? So then they get this double uh, sort of uh, teaching at the same time and I would be the same. So I would comment on when she's teaching or, you know, so there's this yeah. constant holding by the both of us and we share it and then we're able to have a laugh at the same time. Which is dope because I yeah. guess when you're the person delivering the combination or the, the exercises, 
you're thinking about how you're delivering it. Yeah. And, and it's quite hard to think of that and to think of the students, how I'm correcting them and how yeah. they're learning it and what they're seeing. So if you're making sure you deliver it in three different ways that everyone understands and she's going around to go, you didn't get one of those, mm -hmm. fix that knee. Or the reason you're not getting mm -hmm. up on that releve is because you're not coming from a plie. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? There's things to carry across, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Because lots of people teach and give corrections and feedback but to be able to do both at the same time is very difficult it's hard yeah it's hard, especially in a big group as well sometimes you know you, yeah you just it's hard the i think there's probably one dancer that i've ever one person that i've ever learned from and watched them teach a class and correct as they go through and is michael wilson okay so like he'll be he'll be in la la yeah, 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 yeah he'll yeah. be teaching a combo and if he sees you do something wrong he'll stop the whole class and, and like explain like, and not not out you yeah but, but like, just be, be like and do it again now try like this do it again mm -hmm. do it again and he'll stop teaching that eight count do you know what i mean just to make sure that person gets their thing and everyone That's else that amazing, doesn't get it yeah and I guess that you could feel quite intimidated if it's you. But fifty <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, people staring at me. But like it was dope because it wasn't about him just getting the eights out. He was really focusing on the correction aspect of it as well as teaching the combo. Exactly. Whereas even I struggle to stop teaching the phrase that I'm trying to do to focus on one person's thing. Yeah. I normally finish the phrase and then come back to the correction I see. Yeah. So if you can have two people doing that at once, so, like yeah. each end, pfft, yeah it's it was it's very cool and i guess you know we're, we're we're learning from people like like the duo of kim and cisco yeah you know what i mean and kim is an incredible teacher and so is cisco and i remember being in sessions with kim where like she would stop and she would go like look at my hand look yeah. at my finger look at, my, like, look, look at this look at this you know <laughs> yeah and you're like oh my gosh and so and you you really learn that way um and so yes it's, it's I, I think it's we were very fortunate by the people we were taught by yeah by the time that we both kind of moved to london yeah it was you know it was great yeah like we had sean cisco kim john ema yeah. bb like you yeah know what I, mean? like, I they were the main ones that i was learning yeah, from at the yeah. time Miha, like uh, yeah there and, and of course there are more that we're not uh, yeah. calling right now but obviously like yeah and i just feel you know it's it's a bit because they were all working as well this yeah. is the other thing so what whatever they delivered you're like that works yeah because you know? that's what they're doing on jobs yeah. whereas now i guess there are people which are not they're just teachers right you right know what I mean? yeah yeah there are people which do both but yeah. there are a lot of teachers which are just teachers and they don't yeah. choreograph for a show or they're not working right. dancers so we were fortunate that we got to learn from kind of yeah. both aspects yeah. and so you get you get different skills from from both because i think and it's pros and cons you know like now there is so much more I probably on offer in a way because you still have your pineapple, you still have Studio 68, but now you have bass as well. Yeah. And now you have, you know. There's like Onyx, there's and loads of studios. Yeah. That I don't even know half of them. That's how out the loop I am. Right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the same. Um, but it's it's great. But I just think as well, it's like, uh, yeah, just, mm, that's, that's, yeah. No, it's dope. I've had yeah. such a lovely time catching up with you. Hey. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much. Um, when is your next intensive? My next intensive is February the 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's right. I saw it. Yeah, I know. I was like... Because I, I, I was looking, going, I'm going to swing in and yeah. see how it is. But oh then, my gosh, please do. I start rehearsals on the 10th in Essex. But if I can get around, I'm going to come and say hello. Okay, yes, please. Because I was like sick. Yeah, well, we can get you uh, in. Why well, don't you come well, in? Well, yeah. no, I'm, no, not that same for that. I just want to yeah. come and see you and support yeah. you because I support the cause and I believe yeah. in you. So when Thank lots you. of people do intensives, I'm like, oh, I don't know if you've got a lot to offer besides moves. Right. Whereas you, I really believe in what you have to offer because I think you, you've you been a fantastic teacher since you were 18 years old, let Thank alone you. as a 26-year-old man. Ha <laughs> 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 we're, we're learning. I'm, yeah. I'm still learning. I'm learning from them as well. This is, you know, mm -hmm. this is a, the thing that it just keeps never stop so a hundred percent thank yeah. you so much man thank I you love you lots it's been a pleasure bro um peeps thanks for listening make sure you subscribe um currently in the middle of trying to make a website so we might have one of them so that'll be fun please follow jonathan on instagram at johnny underscore bishop one i hope that that's right johnny with a h in there not an nny yes exactly yes. yeah uh, and you already know mine and if you don't you're a dick one love thanks oh, for wow. listening <laughs> i'm really joking mr bull change um please leave a five star rating and review and we out <laughs>